Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. <clears throat> I'm very, very happy you could be here. And today, what are we going to talk about today? So um, it's Wednesday. Last night was the workshop, which is every Tuesday night. And like I've always said, you're welcome to join. If you'd like to, just contact me. Um, last night, the workshop was about how simple life really is. And how it's the complications within the beliefs, the programming, the illusion that has caused everything to seem like so much. And it also makes it seem like such a big deal to get back to the truth of who you are. When in reality, it is merely a pivot. It is merely a pivot to return to the truth of who you are. It has nothing to do with stories and defensiveness and justification and judgment it just doesn't have anything to do with that stuff and yet we made it all about that what if i told you you are infinite light source you are a creator what if i just said that what if you just said i am an infinite light source i am a creator i create galaxies well if we said that enough let me tell you our mind would start to show us how exactly that is true. Because that is the job of the mind, to prove what we say. So if we're saying things like, I hate my life, my life sucks, your mind goes on a, a task to prove that. That yes, you are right. Your mind is always proving that you're right. That is the job of it. The job of the ego is to show contrast, to judge. But to show contrast so that we can create, we can just make choices between this or that. The ego will say it's bad or good, but we can just say it's this or that. If we want to stay in the, in the unconditional loving experience, we can use ego. And at the point where ego is not in a driver's seat, but is being used to create, it's a this or that. It's not a bad or good, wrong or right, um, evil versus the good. It's none of that. It's just this or that. And this or that always comes down to, uh, you know, what is the inspired action? Is blue the inspired action or is red? Just because red is doesn't make blue bad. It's just another choice. So that's all very awesome. And we had a real good time last night just going deep with this and and figuring some stuff out. You know, just really feeling into it and understanding this idea that if life is truly simple and if I am truly a creator, then everything that which is not, is not me. It's not me. The only thing that exists is love, you know? So it's like, that's all that exists and everything else is illusion. So if it is not love, it is illusion. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? And so, so today I want to share that I found myself getting affected by another person. And this happens, you know, it happens to all of us. 
And I really was wanting to understand why I was having the reaction I was having. And it's wild because I wanted to say, maybe the other person wasn't present or the other person was out of alignment. And what if they were in alignment and they were just following inspired action and that inspired action it served me by assisting me in bringing up feelings that uh, had to be released. So what if that's how simple it is, all right? Someone following inspired action acts in a certain way, says something a certain way, I get affected or triggered or whatever you wanna call it, and then my go-to is to blame them, but what if, instead of blaming the other person, and we've talked about this many times, and I feel like, these things are showing up so that I can experience and thus share my own experience. But what if we're not meant to go there? What if we're meant to go? What are the feelings coming up? And can I just honor those feelings and say there's room for you here to feel not heard, to feel unloved, to feel neglected, to feel to feel sad? There's room for that here. There's room. You know, it's so wild how we want to simplify things in our world. Now, granted, world is simple, but now when we're coming from ego and we make it simple from ego, then we make people bad or good. And when we make them bad, then we make everything bad. And we really make a one-dimensional experience. But these experiences that we're having are so multidimensional and people are multidimensional and it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. Like I used to think men did not really have much feelings because I didn't see many expressed. But I think that men have as much, as much as any woman um, and could have more than some women, right? And I'm seeing it more and more evident as I'm able to see through the layers and walls that people put up. I'm seeing men who are suffering and men who are hurting and men who... Um, are confused and lost and overwhelmed and I'm seeing it I'm seeing it they're not just bulldozing through life without a care in the world they're feeling these things too so it's it's easy uh, when we're in our lives to just <clears throat> you know to just think we're the only ones that have these levels of dimension and it's many many more people I mean every people all people you know, it, it's so wild because when I was a kid, it just felt so simple. Uh, it felt <clears throat> like my siblings, you know, I had a lot of siblings. I had my parents and everything just felt hard. So maybe simple is not the word. Maybe it just felt hard. It just felt like this is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. And my siblings, I didn't get any depth. That's what I'm talking about. Everything was just like a hard this is the way it is, it didn't feel like there was much room for like having depth. And I've, I've always been like a depth person. And, and it's not, to me, depth isn't like how much intelligence you have or knowledge. Depth is like, it's this going within to find the core of something, to find the root of it, the cause of it. You know, what is it? Like yesterday I had the most fun, um, I went to visit my friend Ursula and she was stranded at the supermarket with her car, which turned out to be a Tesla, which I really think Teslas are awesome, amazing, you know, like amazing, like futuristic kind of things. 
<clears throat> excuse me. And um, I thought she locked herself out, like, you know, with the keys kind of thing, like locked her keys in a car or something. But it turned out it was that her car was too smart and it didn't want to start because it had a, it had like some sort of technical reason. And it was funny because she had Tesla on the phone for quite a while and she wasn't getting very far. She did get into the vehicle. They helped her get in. They remote unlocked the car, but then she couldn't start it. So, um, I'm like a mechanical kind of person. And so I noticed on her dash, it said key, um, key battery low, but then it also said key not in vehicle. <clears throat> I didn't know how these cars run, to tell you the truth. So I told her it says key not in vehicle. She goes, oh, I have it right here. And as I figured, you know, it's these key fob things and they all run on batteries. So I was just like, huh, so maybe um, the battery's no good. And she's like, we just changed it. So then I'm thinking maybe it's a mechanical issue. Maybe they put the battery in backwards. So I was like, thank God, you know, like I have the ability to think very simply. And I was married to a mechanic for a while who also thought very basic and, you know, like just thought, think it through from the, from the bare bones. And so, um, she sent me in to buy a screwdriver, which I knew wouldn't fit this key fob. It needed like a jewelry screwdriver. Um, and they were out of screwdrivers, so I didn't buy one, but I did, um, like think outside the box, you know, and I was like, what else could work? And, um, I ended up thinking, well, maybe, um, a nail clipper, that little nail file thing. And it turned out tweezers was the answer. So when I got back to her car, I opened up both key fobs and one key fob, it didn't seem to have the battery sit right. This, the battery couldn't click in. And I thought that was kind of suspicious because it was different than the other one. And then the other one looked fine, but I just decided for the heck of it to swap the batteries. And as soon as I swapped the batteries, everything worked. La, 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 la. So it's kind of funny because that's like, if you call someone, they should say, take the batteries out and put them back in. Or what is the car saying to you? But she was getting the runaround with Tesla. They just didn't know what to do with her. Um, so it was a very simple, simple thing. And I think that, um, I don't know, it was, it, it was my ability to just stay present that allowed me the wisdom to tap into this wisdom because I don't have this car. I've never had this problem. So how would I know how to fix it? I know how to fix it because I'm willing to just be open to suggestion from the universe and follow the inspired action. And so that was what I did. And it was really a while because as soon as we got her car done, she said goodbye to the girl on the phone and it was time for me to go home. Like I had one hour to visit because of my daughter's guitar lesson. So I was like, we gotta do this again because uh, I have to go. <clears throat> Uh, so it was like this perfect visit, this perfect visit where I showed up, you know, to rescue my friend and then come home. <laughs> so maybe the whole visit was engineered to be that. Oh, and then she reminded me about her. Uh, she has this special medical pad and it's called a Beamer. And she noticed that Toulouse was all like kind of like chill, like overly chill. And she thought it might help him out. So uh, that was kind of nice too, just getting that little nudge about her, her pad, her, you know, her product that uh, it might be something I'll think about my add to my collection of things, but you know, then this morning, so this is how things work. So then this Beamer pad is very expensive and I'm like, yeah, do I need one more thing? And are these external things the answer? Don't the answers come from within? 
So you're following how my mind works. And then I was laying down in bed and I thought, wait a minute, we're beamers. We are full of this energy that can create galaxies, serious hardcore galaxies. We are light, infinite source. It's like, we can do this, but you know what? We don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to. And I was like, holy cow, if a beamer can help my dog, you know what else can help my dog? Me beaming high frequency love into his body. That is more powerful than any beamer. Maybe the difference is the beamer might be on for an hour and maybe my, um, but maybe I only need two minutes and maybe I'm just usually pushing aside the things that are familiar, the things that are there all the time. And I'm just pushing them aside to care for themselves until I need to feed it or put water out or whatever. So isn't that fascinating? It's like, I'm so glad I mentioned that to you because I really thought I know how to do quantum healing. I know how to use my own energy source to do healing. So wouldn't it make sense that I would fill up my little puppy with quantum healing energy? And isn't that, isn't that like what and who we are versus like one more product, let me go buy some. I'm not saying the Beamer's not great. And like I said, most of us refuse to do healing from our own personal energy source. We don't even know our energy source, a lot of us. I mean, it's crazy town out there. So of course people need the Beamer. I'm not discrediting products and I'm not discrediting healing you know, alternatives. What I am saying though is for myself, this triggered in me this remembering remembering that I can do this. You know, we all can do it. I'm going to activate it today. I'm going to get all, I'm going to get all yummy and uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to get this going because um, my puppy deserves it. I deserve it. My daughter deserves it. My friends deserve it. Everyone deserves this level of energy. It's like, you know, I've never really focused on being a hands-on healer and I do know the frequency is so powerful but one day I was up in Rhode Island working with a friend and she was in so much pain, just so much pain. She couldn't even get out of bed really. And her whole body hurt. And I just want you to remember that that has to do with resistance. That is resistance. Um, it's resistance to our alignment. It's resistance to our path, our passion. Um, it's resistance to unconditional love. It's resistance to loving ourselves. But um, I love my friend so dearly, and I told her, I'm going to do some energy work on you. And she's like, you don't understand. You can't touch me because I hurt so much. And I was like, it's okay. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I don't need to touch you. So we went in the room, and I did um, what I I was trained in. Um, oh, my God. Quant, no, no, now I'm confusing myself. Reconnective healing. So, And I have had training of Reiki, and so I was like, let me... Um, Let's just start with reconnective healing. You know, it's it's very soothing on a body, and it's it's an invitation for the body to return to its truth. You know, to return to its truth. It's reconnecting to source energy. So I started with that, and then I was inspired to actually put my hands on her, and I did this, and I I worked on her for about twenty thirty minutes, and then afterwards she told me everywhere I put my hands, there was no pain. And she had not experienced these areas of her body being pain-free for as long as she could remember. So there is something to be said for what we are capable of, and it's just choosing to do it. It's really, really choosing to do it. I have a friend, my friend Diane. I love her so much. She moved to North Carolina, and she just really dove into Reiki on animals, and she 
loves to do it and she does it every chance she gets and that is how mastery is created it's the doing it's the being present it's the the fun of it it's the interest in it it's the curiosity it's the playing with it it creates mastery and and this is what we all can do in areas of our life where are you creating mastery in your life you know are you creating mastery on the job at mcdonald's are you creating mastery at, in some career that you don't really care about or are you creating mastery in your relationships are you creating mastery over like um a special board game with your family that you play all the time? Um, are you creating mastery over reading? What are you creating mastery over? Where do you spend your time? You know, where do you put your energy? Where do you put your knowing, your your curiosity, your interest? You know, where are you putting that? Ooh, so exciting. So anyway, it has been wonderful chit-chatting. And you know I love you very much. Life is exciting. And today I have some errands to run. I'm going to find me an art studio. How fun is that? Yay! Time to find an art studio. All right. Have a great day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.